Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cherished Daughters Podcast with your host, Tavoya Conover. Hello! Hello ladies, how are you? I pray that everyone is well and um, I just noticed something. Every time I say hello at the beginning of an episode, I stick my arm up and like raise my arm because I'm just, I guess, a little bit dramatic, a lot of bit dramatic, but that's okay. Life is good and I'm excited to be before you again. Um, God is amazing. And I know I say that all the time, but he's amazing all the time. Have you looked around? He's created everything and it's all amazing to think he spoke all of this into existence. Except for you and I because he crafted us from the dirt. He shaped us with his hands, which is just amazing in of itself. But yes, so I'm here. I'm back for another episode, another week of the Cherished Daughters podcast and to share with you what our Abba Father has been doing in my life. And lately, I have been in awe and wonder, like just total and complete amazement of what he's been doing and being and just, just, oh. Utterly amazing. So the school session is back in store. The boys are back from their dad's house. I have y'all a middle schooler. Yes, my son is in sixth grade and my baby boy is in second. He's got a birthday coming up. He's about to turn the big seven. Yes, yes, yes. Which is so crazy to think because when I first moved from Savannah back to the Atlanta area, my oldest was seven. And my baby was two going on three. Now they're 11 and soon to be seven. So it's almost like they've changed um, changed places, spots. But that is amazing because a lot grows and a lot changes in the matter of four years. Been uh, July, the end of July made four years that I've been back in Atlanta. I moved July of 2015. And my grandfather passed away in May of 2015. And we moved in with my grandmother two months later. We've been there for four years. It's been a blessing. A blessing. So much has changed and moved and been revealed in this season of life. And wow, I don't know (laughs) if I knew exactly all it would take to get here. Would I have done it? I probably wouldn't have. But now that I've gone through it, I would still do it again. And again and again, 10 times over um, to grow and be the place that I'm, I'm at today. Just so much stronger, so much wiser, so much richer. And just knowing God so much more intimately in this season of life. It has been amazing, guys. Like, utterly amazing. So I just wanted to share one more quick thing with you guys. So I have um, been preparing to go into speaking, which is not too crazy seeing as how I have a podcast and God's let me to do the podcast and I know I'm called to speak. So I attended a speaker's conference back in 2015. 2015 was a big year for me. It was a big shift. Things happened back then. And during that time, I received, you know how you go to conferences and they give you like the binder and the book and all the materials and that you usually just kind of stick it up on a shelf somewhere. Well, 
I went to this conference and it changed my life. Like it changed my perspective about so many things. And I, I learned so many great things from there. But um, the ideas about what I wanted to do and where it was at, it's just, it's a little bit different than what it is now because I didn't know the Lord. But I was going through that binder and re-reading it. And I read what I wrote. One of my biggest fears. So in the binder, I wrote that one of my biggest fears in life that's holding me back. You know how they always have you do those exercises. And I wrote my number one fear was being alone. Wow. Being alone. And I looked at that. And I looked at where I'm at today. And y'all know, I've been single this whole time. Except for a six month, like bloop, which wasn't even a full six months. But I've been single for the last four years. And um, to think that that was my number one fear. Like, can I imagine that that was what was holding me back from my destiny? And keeping me in a stuck place. A place that I know I should have left a long time ago. A place that I never deserved to be and I never needed to be. It was never in God's plan. It was never God's best for me to be in that place. But I stayed there out of fear of being alone. And I wondered how, how much that affected other decisions and other seasons of my life. Because I'm 37 now. I'll be 38 in October. So I'm, not, I'm shy of 40. So I've been an adult for a few years now, you know. <laughs> And coming on 20 years of adulthood, and I'm thinking, what have I been allowing? It was the fear of being alone, what has been holding me stuck all these years. Wow, what is that? I wonder, I know I can't be the only person who, if they really admit it, that they stay in the relationship that they're in. Because they're afraid of being alone. And they move from one relationship to the next. Because they're afraid of being alone. And they want God's best for their life. And they want to do what's right. But the idea of being alone is just too much to bear. So they succumb to the loneliness. And they get into another situationship. Another toxic relationship. They settle for something far below than what is God's best. Because they can't, can't bear being alone. So while I was um, reading that and what is, is it's coincide, coinciding with my experience right now, which is being in total awe and wonder. Of time spent with God. So I was in prayer and worship. And God was telling me. That um, he led me to Ezekiel 37. And I park in Ezekiel a lot. Like he's using that book to minister to me. A lot. And he was. It was you know Ezekiel 37 is. um, The passage about the dry bones. Will these dry bones live. And um, 
God was telling me that my way to get my walk with him to be a lot, to come alive again is through worship. And it's through worship that I'm able to get into that secret place, into that holy place where his presence dwells. So there's one thing to go and pray and give thanks to God, right? It's another thing to go through it and, you know, give it a laundry list of things that you need. Um, you may even thank him for all of the blessings, but that won't automatically usher you into his presence. And so what he was sh showing me for where I'm at in my walk is I get up every day and I go to prayer and I pray. But what he was encouraging me to do was to rest in that secret place. And for me specifically to get back into that place was to was through worship. Um, so I had to go and worship and that not just sing worship songs, but really be completely and totally focused in on him. And then as I began to do that, and I have been doing that lately, but when he gave me that word, it was just like a further reminder of like, this is where you're going to find that rest. So that fear of being alone is, is a valid one because we want, we want intimacy. We want community. We were made to commune. We were made to be an intimate relationship. If you even look at the Godhead, it's Trinity. God is love. He's in love. He's he is love and he's in relationship. There are three parts, one Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So even they are in community. So we are made in his image. So we're made to be in community. We're made to be intimate. We're made to be in relationship. But there's also a piece where God made us to relate and commune with him. And so if we are not feeding that place, all those other things are just going to be superficial and kind of like a fast food equivalent of what you need to truly sustain you on a healthy diet. And what I realize now is we have this fear of being alone because we don't access that place that we can go, that secret place where we can go and just sit in the Lord's presence. Have you ever been in a, a worship service or been at church and you can just feel like it's almost like it's in the air. You can feel God's presence and it feels so good and you don't want it to end. And you're just like smiling and you feel warm and you feel loved and you feel cozy. Well, we all have the ability to create that space wherever we go, because when Jesus left, when he said um, it's better for me to go away because if I leave then I can send you the advocate and he will lead you into all truth so we no longer have to wait like when we go into those types of types of environments that's when the Holy Spirit comes upon us like in the Old Testament um, when the Holy Spirit did not dwell in people but he came upon them and when Jesus died it says in the holy and holy, the veil that was there was rent, which means the veil that prevented um, anyone but the high priest from going into the direct presence of God. That veil that p 
prevented us from going in, that barrier is no longer in place. So now we, you and I, living in 2019, we have the ability, man, woman, and child, to go into the presence of the Lord. And we can invite him in through that secret place. When we go into praise and worship and we focus all of our energy and all of our intention and we get quiet, secluded, and make him priority connecting with him a priority we have the ability to be together with him to put to put it into that loneliness you don't have any feelings of loneliness when I tell you when I connect with God and I feel his presence like I'm in my prayer and worship time and I'm just intentional and I'm focusing all of my joy, all of my energy, all of my attention, all of my affection on him and he comes down and it's just he and I and he's there with me. Oh my God, it's like a high beyond a high beyond a anything that this earth could offer like that is what we're searching for. That time and that place where it's just you and God and nothing else around you matters when you just want to sit in it and bask in his presence. We have the ability to access that, you know, but because we because that is so amazing and we were created to be there, if we don't know that we can access that or if we take for granted that we can access that, then we have this fear of being alone. But if you have that, I promise you, you you won't ever feel alone. You need to be that that place with God. When you're there and he's there and his presence is among you and the Holy Spirit's presence is so strong in your body, around you, in your mind, you just feel this cocoon of love and just security and just this beauty, you can feel beauty in this place. In this place with God, you can feel all of these things. It's the most beautiful experience you can have as a human being. And I can't imagine just being in eternity and having his presence there physically as well. So we're basking in it for all eternity. It's so amazing. It makes my mind boggle just to think of being, to have access of it. Um there have been times where his presence has been so strong that I've said, God, you know, it's too much. I can't handle it. Like I, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> like it's too much of you. It's too much. Awesome. Uh, that's how I can. That's the only way that I can think to describe it. But what we do and as physical human beings going through this world day-to-day life is we we look we long for that beautiful thing and that can only be accessed like i said through going to that secret place through him through praise and worship and intention of making an appointment and seeking him out and god said you will find me when you seek me seek me and you will find me when you seek me with your whole heart that's why even jesus you'll see And the New Testament, when Jesus came and it was time for him to pray, he would go away to a quiet and secluded place because that's in the place in this physical realm. You have to be in a quiet and secluded place so you can put all your attention and make make it a priority 
to get there because you need it. Like he needed to be in community. He needs to be communing with the father. And if Jesus knew that he needed it and he's a part of the Godhead, how much more would we need it? <laughs> and we're just his creation. Like we're just his creation. We need it, sis. We need it. So I just encourage you all to get into the habit, develop the habit of seeking God out, going into that secret place and praying and inviting the Holy Spirit in. And if you invite him in and you just say, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Just call on his name. Call Jesus. Jesus, thank you. You are welcome here. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Just invite his presence and be away in a place and all you've come to do in that place is to spend time with him and that's it and just sit there in awe and wonder of who he is and just spend time with him and sometimes in that place he will speak some things to you sometimes he will wash over you whatever it is that you need whatever it is that you need in that moment is what you're going to receive from that encounter and you can do it in the morning when you wake up on your lunch break <laughs> in your car when you're at work you can do it at night before you go to bed you can pop into the restroom at work and ask him to um, come and speak to you I've done that before and I'm like God I just need you right now in this moment and he will show up. You can close the door to your office at work if you, you know, you have your own office and quietly invite him in to restore you. But it's in that place that you're going to find that that identity, that belonging, that love, that security. That's that intimacy need that you're that you're trying to feel with everything else in the world. With sex and relationships and dating relationships and nothing else is going to feel feel it but that because when you experience it you realize that there's no way any human being could provide you with this because it's so supernatural the the level of intensity beauty love and just the way that God's presence affects you it's not like anything else the world offers it's like n nothing like tipsy alcohol nothing nothing compares to it and um, once you have this I can see how you're you're ready when you operate in this place and you're content with you and God and his presence and it fills you up to your overflowing you don't need to be in a relationship you don't need a boyfriend fiance or husband you may like him, you may enjoy his company, you may enjoy building life with him, but you don't need him. Do you see what I'm saying? So when I read that, my number one fear was being alone. I realized that it had to have been because I didn't, I had never tapped into this before. I had never tapped into this before. And I want to encourage all of us to do that. You have the ability, you have access to it and take advantage of it. Don't allow the world to distract you. Um, because I remember I used to read um, 
the Genesis story with Adam and Eve and Adam and Eve walking with God in the garden and being naked and unashamed and having access to all the fruit trees, a beautiful home life, a perfect husband that she was made handcrafted for each other. And they had the ability to speak um, directly to God. They walk with God in the cool of the day. And she was willing to give that all up for one piece of fruit. No, she got distracted. Because just think about it. You and I have the ability to walk with God in the cool of the day to get the spouse that he's chosen for us. If we wait, go and talk to him and let him reveal it to us. We have the ability to eat from every fruit um, that he's placed in our life. Because remember, he's got a perfect plan for us. He's written it out. He's designed it before we were born We have a purpose and a call. All we have to do is go into that secret place, commune with him, and get direction. But we don't do it. Do you know why? Because we have an an enemy, a serpent, who's out here holding and dangling distractions. may not be the distraction of the tree of life, but it may be the distractions of this world. The lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. So no longer can I look down at Eve and say, that girl was dumb. How could she forego a relationship with the father walking side by side with him in the cool of the day? Same way that I do. I can get up at 530 in the morning and sit with God in the cool of the day and have my quiet time and pray and be with him when it's uninterrupted and the house is still and the house is quiet and the kids are sleeping and I'm not worrying about my phone and I can just sit with him. But do you know what I often do? I press snooze on my alarm and I go back to sleep because I'm distracted by this world. So no longer do I have this confusion or this superior. It's all your fault, Eve, because I'm pretty sure I would have failed too because I've done it in my day-to-day life. But the good news, my brother and sister, my sisters, my sisters, my sisters, is that we have access to God in a secret place and his beautiful, amazing, abundant love that he pours out willingly all over us to everyone who is willing, willing, go find that place, whether that place be in your guest bedroom and you sit there, that's where you know you're showing up and you're setting an appointment to go and speak to God. And that is your goal is to get into that place. Like that's your goal is to go and be with Jesus, not go and say, I read my 10 minutes of the word and I prayed 10 minutes. I asked for protection. I asked for provision. Like those things are okay, but your intention should be also to meet with God and have an encounter. When you're sitting there and you're meeting with him, that's usually when I get my answers. I don't get answers as I'm praying, like speaking, God, please help me with this and thank you for this. And I don't get answers then. I get answers as I'm still and as I'm quiet. And that's where he dwells. He speaks in a still, still small voice. So we can't hear him over all of the banter. So I encourage you ladies to go find that place. Speak to Jesus. See what he has to reveal to us. Because God is amazing. No longer do we need a high priest to intercede and sacrifice on our behalf. We can go directly to him. It's a gift, a gift, a gift. Let's not take that gift for granted. 
Well, I love you with the love of the Lord. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Cherished Daughters Podcast. You guys be blessed. Bye.